Hi, everybody, and welcome to this new episode of the Maze Podcast. I'm your host, Marco Macente, and I'm so excited to be here with all of you. Today's episode is wonderful and special as our stop is United States with the special guest, Vicky Sokol Evans. Vicky is the author of the best-selling book, 100 Life-Changing Tips, where she shares her expertise as a Microsoft Certified Trainer with over 25 certifications. For over 20 years, she has trained high-performing teams all over the world, including at Microsoft, The New York Times, Starbucks, PayPal, UK's Parliament, and many others. She is a globally recognized digital productivity instructor and comedy speaker, training the world's smartest people how to use their technology to get better results in less time. She is also the founder and the CEO of Red Cape Company, and she is sharing with all of us tips and tricks about IT, digital skills, and digital transformation. I had the pleasure to meet Vicky in 2019 in Brussels during the BTUA workshop, and from the first time I was completely inspired by her trainings. Please enjoy our conversation. Hi Vicky, hello, welcome to the Maze Podcast. How are you? Hi Marco, it's so great to be here. Thank you for having me. Wow, it's amazing. I was looking for this interaction and for this uh, meeting uh, uh, since a long time. So it's a pleasure to have you joining from uh, Texas, from United States. Is that correct? From Austin, Texas. And it's such an honor to be with you. I know you've you've interviewed Bonnie and Lucy. Of and yeah, you have a whole host of people to interview. <laughs> Yes, so you need to be part of my panel as a panelist, of course, in this podcast. And I have already shared with the audience a little bit of your background, a little bit of your experience. Um, you are the founder and the CEO of Redgate Company, where you and your team help hundreds of high performers become certified experts in Microsoft Office. So uh, focusing pretty much in our days, in your experience, how has the pandemic impacted the employee digital skills in the new workplace? What do you think about that? Uh, I have a lot to say <laughs> to say about that, Marco. Uh, so, you know, I've been teaching technology skills since 1997. I fondly call them the 1900s. Um, and um, obviously, the pandemic has impacted employee digital skills. I mean, there's no argument about that. And across the entire planet, there's never been any occasion where the entire planet, anyone in the workforce has been forced to learn these the same digital skills, which makes me happy as a trainer because um, it's forced all of us to use the same skills, uh, which is what I've been teaching for well over a decade now. Um, so we're, we're now working from home. We are hosting and attending virtual meetings. We're saving and managing files to the cloud, where before people were scared to move things to the cloud. We're now sharing files confidently and securely with others. And now who doesn't know what a QR code is? QR codes have been around for a while, and uh, I've had them on our materials 
well before the pandemic, but to get anybody to scan a QR code, it was like teaching an hour class. So <laughs> um, now when you go to every restaurant, there's a QR code and everyone knows how to use it. So for us as trainers, those, those of us who are, our passion in life is to help people improve their skills and confidence in technology. Um, this, this was a happy uh, occurrence for us um, to get people skills up level like they are, but I shouldn't say, but yes. And um, one of the biggest surprises of my, you know, our colleague, Bonnie Lo Craven always asks me, Vicki, she says, well, any surprises. And one of the surprises, which I'm surprised I was surprised by it is that because of the prevalence of screen sharing, our digital skills are on display mm-hmm. or lack of skills are on display um, for the past two years. And meaning that, you know, when you're sharing your screen, your colleagues, your managers, your direct reports, your strategic partners, your customers can all see your tech savviness and how you navigate around your computer. Of course. Um, what, you know, at, accessing a shortcut to a favorite report or whatever, um, n- you know, navigating slides. But here I'm gonna give everyone a tip right now um, for this one scenario, cause it happened to me. And that's when you're sharing your screen and all of a sudden you realize you have sensitive information on display for 10 or 100 people that they're are on this meeting and they could see this sensitive information. And so you're fumbling around trying to hide that information with confidence, um, you know, and integrity and, and, you know, they might be your direct report. So it might be um, minimizing your authority because you don't know how to remove this information from the screen. So um, what I want for those of the, you that are on a PC, if you look down, you could do this right now, unless you're driving a car right now, you obviously can't do this. <laughs> yeah. The next time you're in front of your computer, let's look down at your keyboard and to the left of the space bar is a floating Windows key. And when you use that Windows key with various letters on the keyboard, uh, different things happen. And if you use Windows D, D as in desktop, it will minimize everything on your screen. So when you see that information is being shown and broadcasted to everybody, quickly just do Windows D with confidence and you know get your bearings straight, reset yourself, and then go to the correct window that you need. Um, and then maybe on a Saturday night, we have nothing to do, go Windows A, Windows B, Windows C, like I did, and I learned all the Windows keyboard shortcuts. So- um, wow. This is why I founded Red Cape. This is, I, we're trying to increase skills and confidence um, in our programs. Thanks a lot, uh, Vicky. And uh, everybody, Vicky is this. Uh, I already shared with all of you that uh, I had the possibility to meet Vicky in 2019 in Brussels when I was attending BTUA. And BTUA has... Uh, Three hours, uh, uh, three hours and half, if I'm not making a mistake, uh, uh, where Vicky is focusing on IT digital skills. Uh, so one uh, half of a day is uh, dedicated to IT, and this highlights how important this is. And uh, Vicky is like this, a practical, direct, and that's why I've been inspired by Vicky, and I'm so happy to have Vicky here with me. Oh, uh, so. Yeah. We, why the name Red Cape of your company? Because I'm curious about that. 
Sure. Um, so Marco, there is not only is there a digital transformation happening, right? Yeah. And all of our skills are on display. Uh, but it's obvious that there's a technology skills gap. And um, I was working at Microsoft um, back in 2009, and I was a business analyst. And I had at that time, probably 15 certifications, I was certified in Excel. And um, as an expert and as a business analyst, I'm in Excel day in and day out, five days a week, 12 hour days, um, working with millions of rows of data. And it wasn't until I left Microsoft that I discovered a big button on the ribbon that was right in front of me and it was Excel tables. And I realized even with someone with my level of skills, meaning when you're certified in the technology, you're knowledgeable of 80% of the features that exist, according to Certiport. Um, I did not know this button existed. I mean, it was right there really big. It would have saved me, Marco, it would have saved me weeks and weeks of time had I known about it when I was an analyst and I could have been home with my newborn son, Will, at the time. And that's when I realized even the high-performing experts need to learn about these different tips. Um, what I came to find out just doing research at that time, and as I was writing my book, 100 Life-Changing Tips, um, that the average user is using 30, less than 30% of the application's capabilities. And when, like I mentioned, when you're certified, you're at 80%. So if the average user is using 30% of the technology, that means of our technology investments, only 30% is being leveraged. And then what happens is, and this is a statistic from Microsoft, 94% um, of the time when we have ideas on what Microsoft should add to the software, that feature already exists in the software. So obviously if we're not using you know, 70% of our technology 94% of the time, what we want is already in there. So what happens is, this is real life, what happens is we see a gap in our technology needs and we go out and get more technology. Instead of instead of learning more of what we have, like increasing from 30% to 50% to 80%, we then go get more and more and more layers of technology. Yeah. And then we're still using a small percentage. So um, with the technology skills gap, there's no time for training. Most people say Microsoft training took a fork in my eye because of maybe boring training they've attended. They have PTSD from, from past training. Um, so we want something that's going to be short, sweet, relevant. And um, the whole meaning behind Red Cape is that at the time I was a, uh, a superhero analyst. You're a superhero project manager. And we at, at Red Cape, we're the capes and you are the superhero. So the cape I would put on an assistant is completely different than the cape I would put on an executive and then the cape I would put on a marketing professional. So of we're course. curating the skills from Microsoft, all those features and only delivering exactly what you need. And so that's wow. why Red Cape. Yeah. Wow. So it's so enhancing. Thanks a lot for sharing. And of course, uh, it's uh, great to see that there is a purpose, there is a why right uh, behind uh, the name of the company. So thanks a lot for sharing. Uh, I would like to go ahead and ask you another question because uh, Mac or Windows, Apple or Android, uh, Office or LibreOffice, 
Google or Bing. I'm sure that I'm not the only one who had this dilemma when I needed to choose a product or software or even a laptop to buy. There are so many choices which can be overwhelming. How can we get oriented in this complex digital environment, Vicky? Which is the best suite to choose when working from home? What advice and what tools are available that can guide us in our choice? Uh, so this is a very popular question. People always ask me if I like PC or Mac better. I've been, <laughs> teach, I've been teaching Mac and PC since the 1900s. So I have both Mac and PC. Mm. Um, so here's... Um, so here's the situation for any assistant or anybody out there looking for a job, somebody that knows both Mac and PC, both Microsoft and Google, um, if they are proficient or even advanced or potentially certified in all of those, uh, they will have a, an easier time, uh, landing jobs. So the mm -hmm. more technology you have, the better chance that you'll land your dream job, dream job. But that's unrealistic to um, to spend the time to master both Mac and PC mm -hmm. if your market doesn't use Mac. Of course. Um, and I would research the market if you plan on moving to to San Francisco, for instance, um, in the Bay Area. Uh, that geographic market actually uses Mac more than PC. What we're seeing. Um, and also the different industries. So I would look at um, what is important for you and your market. Mm. And because we have limited time, look, I would love to le learn the piano and I would love to do what Cirque du Soleil does on stage, but it's not, <laughs> it's not relevant for me to, to spend the time to go learn how to do acrobatics and sing and play the piano, whatever it is. So yeah. we have to make choices and of you course. want to focus on what's relevant for your role. So thanks a lot, Vicky. And I would like to highlight the two big takeaways from your answer. Uh, first of all, we need to be strategic in our choice because we need to think about what fits our needs for that role in our market, in our um, um, city, in our geographical area, let's say. And the second one is... Uh, mm, that, of course, our choices uh, uh, need to be related to IT because we deal with IT every day. And we need to make sure that uh, IT is uh, part of, uh, of us. We need to embrace uh, what IT uh, is all about, right? Because, of course, this is one factor that is impacting uh, um, our working life and what we are doing with the, the equipment, with the, with the IT tools that we use in our workday. Do you agree? I agree. And I um, I actually want to share with you a, a trend that I'm mm. seeing. Uh, we do a lot of, so now you talked about Be the Ultimate Assistant Workshop and the yeah. tech part I teach. It's now, I now teach a full day of tech. Mm. Um, so you got robbed. No, <laughs> you'll have to come back. Um, yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. So um, what when we do a tech survey, um, and I do this a lot for our audiences, is I ask them, you know, what are they using for virtual meetings? What are they using for uh, project management tools? And it's interesting to see that there are a lot of companies that are that have Microsoft 365, so they obviously have Teams, but they're also using Zoom as well. Yeah, uh, they might be using Zoom for external meetings and Teams for internal meetings. So again, it's one of those things where they're not 
using the full capability of the technology they've invested in. Um, so there's a lot of duplication of efforts um, mm. where like they have Microsoft Planner or Microsoft Project, but they're using an, a third party project management tool because someone loves it a lot and doesn't want to learn the the Microsoft stack. So um, not to say any of that is right or wrong. It's yeah. just what I'm what we're seeing as a trend that um, there are layers and layers and layers of technology. And it, it is um, one of the recommendations I give for assistants who attend our trainings is um, a lot of times you know better. So if you can um, create a workflow, for instance, um, what is the workflow, communication workflow for travel changes? Um, for communication, I know there's lots of different channels for communication, right? There's Teams chat, there uh, team discussions, there's email, there's WhatsApp. So assistants can make the call, meet together with your fellow assistants, your colleagues. What is the correct channel for your leadership team to communicate with you? If you want to eliminate WhatsApp yeah. for legal reasons and the risk associated with that, then involve your risk management team about doing away with WhatsApp if you have to. So um, it's it's okay for the assistants to come together, identify what that workflow and process is going to be, yeah. and then train your leaders on what that new workflow is going to be and why. Why are we changing it? Because we're changing it because we don't want anything to fall through the cracks. We want to improve communication and um, we want to be able to execute flawlessly by having this new workflow. That's amazing. And this is why of uh, this is one of the ways uh, in which uh, admin professional can show up, right? Uh, and be seen as expert in what they do and can be seen as leader in what they do. So um, sharing and being expert uh, uh, in IT matters can definitely help admin professional to level up and to master and uh, to be perceived as a truly business partner. So this is the message uh, uh, that is wonderful. So thanks a lot for sharing this, Vicky. I have I have goosebumps, Marco. I I think that assistants need to know that their executives are counting on them to because yeah. they see everything. Yeah. They don't see the things that because I'm a former assistant. So yeah. um as you probably mentioned in, in, in the bio uh, intro, but um w as assistants, we see things executives don't see. Yeah. So um it it really would benefit the organization for you to develop the workflow um, so that your executives can focus on the things that they need to focus on. Yeah, of course, I truly agree. And I was an admin professional before being a project manager right now. And uh, being able to be um, behind the scenes, we see everything and being able to be one step ahead uh, of our executive steps uh, definitely help us, you know, to um, go above and beyond uh, what is uh, the business day and to help uh, our executives and managers uh, um, to be successful in what they uh, in what they do. So definitely, I totally agree with you. And IT is uh, something that we need to encounter uh, in order to make sure that we are we are uh, truly business partners. Moving ahead, Vicky, I would like to ask you another question, focusing again in our last days. Working remotely is now a trend which seems not to be a privilege for many of us, as it was before the pandemic, but more a matter of trust, mutual partnership that companies have with their employees. 
Digital nomads work across the globe in a new, complete way of working, which broke stereotypes and barriers, creating new landscape and even new jobs, roles and opportunities. We mentioned the digital transformation that companies are living right now. One of the most recent trends has been this term, smart working. Can you explain what this is and how assistants can leverage this work model? So I looked up the term smart working so yeah. that everyone had a definition of what that meant. Yeah. So it's it's about giving employees the tools and freedom to determine mm. how, when, and where to perform effectively, all with an eye toward productivity. Mm. And, um, you know, that's what I've had with our team um, for the longest time, for decades now, is I, tr well, and our team is all certified. So I trust that they uh, will be able to execute flawlessly and be innovative and creative and get their work done. Um, so I, I believe that managers, most managers trust their employees that they have the digital skills that they need. Mm -hmm. They just assume that you have the skills that you need and um, which may or may not be a good assumption um, because for me, I feel like, well, we believe at Red Cape that every organization, every company needs an expert. Uh, again, the average user is using 30, less than 30% certified um, users are using 80%. So it would benefit the executive and the organization for every assistant to be certified in Microsoft Office. Um, and because here, let me give you a story. Um, I just went to the ophthalmologist uh, a couple of days ago. An ophthalmologist is a fancy eye doctor. Mm -hmm. And um, the eye doctor, she was performing the exam. She was right up against my eyes, like with all this equipment. And then there was um, a medical assistant, or I'm just going to call her an assistant that was at the computer. The doctor was shouting out all of this foreign language, um, things like negative 0.24, or, and she was almost whispering the the findings as she was changing up the machine next to my eyes and i was surprised that the assistant heard her what the doctor was saying but as the doctor was almost whispering these things the assistant was seamlessly entering this stuff into the computer uh, with high confidence highly skilled the doctor had a hundred percent trust that the assistant was taking down all the information about my exam. It was it was a, a beautiful orchestra. Like I yeah. loved seeing that. And I I want that for every single executive and his or her assistant, where yeah. the executive is doing what they do best and the assistant highly skilled in their technology, digital skills, their confidence in their skills is working flawlessly together and strategically with them um, without any doubt about how to execute. 
So for instance, hey, we need it. We need our town hall meeting. We need the slides from this, this executive. We need the slides from this executive. And the assistant certified in Microsoft Office knows how to execute all of that without question. Mm. Um, that is my vision. And when I go back to that statement, I think managers trust their assistants that they know the tech is not enough. The manager, the executive should be 100% confident that their assistant is highly skilled in the, in, in tech. Yeah. Um, so I'm, we're on a mission to, to make that happen. Yeah. Of course. Thanks a lot for sharing. And uh, of course, uh, very interesting, the meaning that you share with all of us about smart working. Uh, and again, we fall into IT because of course, uh, having the possibility to be productive, uh, to be efficient uh, and to be effective uh, is related to the smart working meaning. So thanks a lot for sharing this, Vicky. So Vicky, I mentioned that uh, I had the pleasure to meet you and uh, Bonnie Locremen, uh, by the way, shout out to Bonnie, at the B2EA workshop you both taught in Brussels in 2019. I recall this moment as it was yesterday, and we met again in London this year at Executive Support Live. So nice. So uh, Vicky, what's next for you? Which are the trainings that you would recommend to our audience to keep up with what we see in our workplace? So Marco, it all depends really. Um, I think each person is different because I, I really don't know where people's skills are. Um, as you know, I mentioned the 30%, I feel like assistants are using more than 30% of the technology. However, 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 I just was in Vegas. I had uh, at the Office Dynamics Conference and uh, 400 assistants in the room. And I'm sharing tips and tricks um, across Microsoft Office, yeah. how to create a table of contents, things like that. And um, and people came up to me afterwards and say, they're not teaching this. So learning, you know, it's easy to open up these programs and start using them, but we're not being taught the relevant skills for our jobs um, using these technologies. And so that's our goal is to bridge the gap, whatever the knowledge gap is. So yeah. what my recommendation is for anybody is well, you need a way to assess your skills. And uh, the book 100 Life-Changing Tips is a way to do that. We have a corresponding course called the Microsoft Productivity Workshop that is a great way to learn skills as well as assess yourself and identify where the gaps are um, and then we have the Red Cape Academy, which helps you deep, go to deep dive training classes. And of course, we have a certification program to get you certified. So identify what your skills, like what your goals are technology wise. Um, if you want to pursue certification, we can help you along that path. So um, anyone can schedule an advisory call with us. And we're happy to figure out where you are now and what your particular learning path is for yourself or for your team of 100 or 1,000 or 10,000 employees, we've got scalable solutions for that. Amazing. So we can say that it is not one size fits all, right? So Correct. It, it depends on uh, each individual because, of course, my skill uh, my skills are different from your ones and from another per person ones. So definitely, we need to focus on what matters for us, uh, taking, into uh, taking into consideration all the things that uh, we've mentioned right in the episode uh, that uh, we are living a digital transformation. Uh, IT is uh, 
more, more than ever important and companies uh, are um, uh, embracing in their uh, in their own culture, the digital transformation, because they know that this is very important. So, of course, uh, I really love uh, uh, the way that you do um, to uh, adapt and to be flexible uh, in understanding what matters for each person is the right approach and the best approach that we can have towards those topics. Uh, yeah, definitely. I agree with you. So, Vicky, is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? Uh, I yes, absolutely. So one of the one of the challenges we have right now is helping individuals secure budget approval for certification. So mm. we at Red Cape are going to be working on your behalf to educate decision makers on the importance uh, of having a certified team of assistants or certified employees. Uh, sadly, we had one person come back that said their manager um, declined the approval for the certification because they said that's what IT is for. But IT is overwhelmed already mm -hmm. with supporting employees who are working remotely that um, the assistance could be an extension of IT uh, because they're using the programs differently than IT. You know, of assistants course. are creating sales proposals or creating pitch decks, uh, town hall meeting decks, spreadsheets, things like that. And, and they're using Outlook um, more than any other employee because they're delegates to their managers, calendars, and so on. So um, the power users are the assistants. I would invite IT departments to um, create focus, group with this, focus groups with assistants if you are moving to different technologies. And, um, you know, hear, hear from them what they need um, for their workflow and their business processes so they can better support the leadership of yeah. the organization. So, um, yeah, just reach out to us if we can help you at all in your Microsoft uh, learning path. And whether it's me or any member of our team, uh, we can help you create a personalized learning path for yourself or for your employees. Of course. Uh, thanks a lot for sharing. And uh, one thing that for me is very important to highlight what you mentioned uh, is uh, with that power that the admin professional can have being uh, um, able and being expert in IT, they can be even the stitch between their team and between IT in case the team uh, requires a new software, a new, hard uh, a new hardware. The admin professional can be the stitch because they can, you know, acknowledge uh, what the team requires and at the same time pass the information on the IT and then understand if this is applicable, if this is not applicable. So we can have uh, an admin professional that can be the single point of contact uh, for all the team matters that uh, the team requires. So do you agree? So having this power is, a is, uh, is enhancing, I would say. Oh, you spot on, Marco. I can you imagine? Just imagine if all the assistants were certified in Microsoft Office. Yeah. How that would elevate the organization, innovation, and um, people will be executing flawlessly throughout the org. It, uh, it's a dream for yeah. me to yes. get all assistants certified in these programs. But we think that we can make it. So definitely yes. we are so positive <laughs> and we are so optimistic that this change um, is definitely something that is going to happen because uh, we, need to, uh, we need to be the change that we want to see. And this is something exactly. that uh, I would like to share with you and uh, with uh, all the, our, uh, with all uh, the listeners that uh, um, uh, are uh, in the other part, right? And that uh, they are tuning in to listen to us. 
So thanks a lot, Vicky. It is it has been a great uh, interaction. I really loved to have you here as a guest in the Maze podcast. I cannot wait to see you again. Why not in the next BTUA or in the next Congress or conference? Because of course, the new normal now allows us, you know, to meet in person again. And of course, hugs and greetings from Italy because you are so inspiring. And please keep up with all what you do because admin professional all around the world have been inspired by your work. So thanks a lot for all the work that you do. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Marco. I'm honored, humbled, and so grateful to be here with you. I can't wait to see you very soon. Thanks. Bye-bye. Ciao. Ciao.